Entrepreneur on Fire 470. Failures, aha moments, I've made it moments, and the lightning round, seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that's helping thousands of new entrepreneurs and small business owners save time billing and get paid faster. Sign up free today at getfreshbooks.com and join over 5 million users running their business with ease. Wish you could read your favorite book anywhere, anytime. Not always possible, but you can listen anywhere, anytime with audiobooks.com. Get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Saul of Hearts. Saul, are you prepared to ignite Yes, absolutely. All right. Saul is a film school grad turned freelancer entrepreneur. From running a farmer's market at the Burning Man Festival to creating an intentional community near downtown LA, he made a name for himself in various disciplines. His latest project is promoting the share economy as a way to build connections and make a living. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Saul. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of what you have going on. Absolutely. Well, I, like you said, I originally was a film school grad, and I came out to LA a few years back to sort of focus on you know making a go at it in that industry. But I ended up um, kind of realizing that I wanted to do more than just that. And lately, I've been focusing on what's called the share economy as a way to find gigs in a variety of different fields in ways that build community, make connections, and allow me to integrate all of my interests into what I do to make a living. Um, and lately, I have been helping other people do the same to sort of get, get their, their footing in this, you know, in this new economy and you know, build multiple income streams to make a living. Well, Saul, I'm excited to dive into this because the share economy has a lot of passion and a lot of giving that I'm just really interested to dive into. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote, Saul, because it really gets that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Well, when I was a kid, there's a, a quote I came across that has always stuck with, stuck with me through the years, and it's by a, a woman named Catherine Whitehorn, and it goes, the best career advice to give to the young is find out what you like doing best and get someone to pay you for doing it. And that's echoed with me, especially in this economy where you can't, you, you can't rely on a job or a career always being there you know, for your whole life. You really need to find out what you like doing and find a way to actually, you know, make that sustainable. I love that, Saul. I mean, I love talking to successful and inspiring entrepreneurs, so I've found a way to make a living off of that. And <laughs> you as well with the share economy, which again, I'm really excited to dive into. So, Saul, without further ado, let's kind of go into Entrepreneur on Fire, because this is a podcast that really puts a spotlight on our guests, on the entrepreneur, and that's you. And we focus on your journey because, you know, we really want to fill that chasm between where you are right now and where you started off. So the listeners can really connect and relate. So right. I know you've had great successes. I know you've had great aha moments, but let's start with a failure. Let's start with a massive challenge or obstacle that you had to face at some point. And Saul, 
Tell us that story. Really take us there and the lessons learned. Absolutely. Well, when I graduated from film school, it was 2008 and the economy was, you know, in the middle of going south. And I moved out to L.A. with a a few friends and, you know, we really had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. We had had an amazing time, you know, working on these student films back um, back in Boston where I went to school. And it was such a shock to come to a city where we didn't know anyone. We didn't know what to do to get ourselves started. And, you know, basically I spent around three years just completely struggling to get my, get my feet on the ground. I was more or less unemployed. I was depending on, um, you know, going to focus groups and, um, you know, research studies just to, to, to pay rent. And it, it puts such a strain on, our friendships as well. You know, we we moved into this big house. We thought we were going to be this center of, you know, art and community and our our neighborhood. And we were just, you know, constantly competing for work and, you know, trying to get our projects off the ground. And, you know, it it, it was really just the most, uh, you know, the the most discouraging time. I just I thought that, you know, I, th- I thought I'd made too many mistakes to recover, and. You know, I, I I wish I'd known at the time, you know, about some of the, the ways that I've since found to, you know, to get on track. But it really was just the, the worst time to graduate college and move to a new city. So what I love, one quote that you said that I want to pull out is, I thought I made too many mistakes mm. to recover. And, you know, that's something that is so prevalent with every starting entrepreneur. And even entrepreneurs that have been at this game for a while, you know, sometimes we get to this point where we're like, wow, I cannot recover from this. This right. is the lowest of the low. Like, it's over. My life is over. And obviously, time and time again, we prove ourselves wrong because we are such resilient humans. We bounce back. We see one ray of hope and we grab onto that and we pull ourselves out. So let's just stay on this story right now, Saul, because it is so fascinating. You're in this house of competing artists and you guys mm-hmm. are just going at each other's throats. Money is tight. What's the next thing? What's the next step when you thought that you had made too many mistakes to recover? Well, at that point, I actually ended up moving out of the house and we we didn't speak to each other for about six months. It was really, you know, really a rough time. And I, I just, I thought, you know, I can't keep doing what I've been doing. It's not getting me anywhere. I need to just completely, you know, change track and try something new. So, you know, for about six months there, I was, you know, just kind of, you know, living, you know, on the go, moving into, you know, different community houses, trying to see what other people were doing to, you know, to make their lives and their communities work. And that was really key. It was sort of like this six month, you know, journey of like kind of peeking into these other lives, these other ways that people were, were living in LA. And, you know, that kind of gave me the, you know, the new direction it needed to, to, you know, to move forward. So Saul, before we move out of this section, let's really boil it down for Fire Nation of that entire struggle, those obstacles and challenges and failure that you were facing every single day. If you could just boil it down into one takeaway that could really benefit Fire Nation, what would that be? Don't look at those kinds of struggles as 
you know, as the problem, look at those as the, you know, sort of the necessary step to, you know, to where you need to be. I mean, I really thought I had, you know, like I said earlier, I, I thought I'd made so many mistakes and, you know, ultimately it was, it was through that process that I, I learned, you know, what I had been doing wrong and why that had been happening and what I could do to, to move forward. Well, thank you for sharing that because those are the lessons that as entrepreneurs, we can't forget. I mean, those are the moments that we can really shape our entrepreneurial journey in our mindset and shift and pivot as needed. And speaking of shifting and pivoting and being agile, Saul, let's talk about the other end of the spectrum because you haven't just been struggling and facing obstacles your entire career. You've had light bulbs that have gone off. You've had these aha moments. Can you share that story, Saul? Can you really take us down to the ground level and tell us the story of that time that you had an aha moment? And just as importantly, what steps you took, Saul, to turn it into a success? Right. Well, around that time that, that you know, we'd just been talking about, I remember sitting in a coffee shop. That was basically, at that point, I was just going to coffee shops all the time, going online, trying to figure out, you know, what, what people were doing to make things work. And I came across a few blogs that really, really, you know, just totally changed my mindset. Um, one of them was um, a blogger named Emily Wapnick, and she runs a site called Putty Like. And her whole philosophy was, you don't need to do just one thing. And you can actually incorporate all of your different interests into making a living. And that really set me on a totally different track because until then, I thought that the path ahead of me was make it as a filmmaker, make it in the film industry. You know, that was the only sort of goal that I'd set my sights on. And, you know, reading blogs of, of you know, from people who were doing different things in addition to what they'd studied in college, that really, you know, sort of opened my eyes that I could incorporate multiple interests into how I made a living. And around that same time, I also started getting involved with the share economy. And there had been times in the past where we had used Airbnb to rent out our extra space in, in our house. And that had been such a positive experience. You know, we got to meet amazing people who are traveling through. We got to put that extra money, you know, toward our, our rent and utilities. And I started looking around what other sites are there like this that I can use to supplement my income streams. And I found so many that I actually ended up writing a book about it called The Lateral Freelancer. But, um, you know, at the time I just, I started getting more involved in those kinds of, of, you know, networking opportunities and communities. And now you know, pretty much any day of the week, I can, you know, find something new to do and, you know, find something that actually, you know, teaches me something new or fulfills, you know, some, you know, goal that I've been working toward. And, um, and yeah, so basically it's, there's just uh, so many options out there these days to, um, you know, to, to fulfill those, those kinds of pursuits. And, you know, since then there just hasn't been a day where I haven't found something incredibly interesting and, and, you know, educational to do. So I'm a massive Airbnb fan. In mm -hmm. fact, my girlfriend Kate and I are going to, we're landing in Paris on May 7th and we're doing a 14 day trip all throughout Western and Eastern Europe. And we're going to do the whole thing 
utilizing Airbnb. And I'm yeah, incredibly great. excited for that. Because like you said, it's the experience of meeting locals and, and hearing from their experiences and, and really not just bopping from cold hotel to hotel, but really going from one warm house to the next. And obviously not right. everyone's going to be a home run and a great experience, but that's part of the trip as well. So can you share with Fire Nation, Saul, give us a little rundown of what Airbnb is and then share with us a couple other of your favorite resources that you found like Airbnb that you talked about in your book? Well, Airbnb is a way to travel while staying with other homeowners or, you know, community oriented people. Um, You know, basically when, when I was using it to rent out space, we had a room that it was too small to have a full-time roommate, but it was big enough, you know, it's too big to go to waste. So we ended up, you know, putting a, a, a spare bed in there and renting it out, you know, by the night or by the week. And, you know, it really was such a, such a great opportunity to, to meet people from all over to kind of travel vicariously, you know, while staying in one yeah. place and, you know, and, and also show them around, get, you know, sort of get their take on my city. And then, you know, when, when I travel, I also love to, to use Airbnb and, you know, it's, it's basically a way to just, you know, immediately surround yourself with people who live in the place that you're visiting. So you're not totally on your own. You're not totally, you know, stuck in a, uh, you know, just a conventional hotel. You're actually getting to see a local's perspective and, you know, having that kind of, um, you know, advice and support if you need it. Um, you know, and from there, I I branched out into a bunch of other similar oriented sites. Um, this week, actually, I am trying a new one called Relay Rides. Oh, which, I love Relay Rides. I yeah. have a great story after you. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. And, you know, for the first time um, this week, I actually gave someone the keys to my car and they're paying <laughs> me to to rent it out for a week. And it's a little scary, but I it, it also kind of ties into my, my, you know, principles that if there's something I have that I'm not using, you know, why shouldn't it be, you know, offered up to the community? Why shouldn't we, you know, share our, our extra, you know, resources? Absolutely. So my quick story on relay rides is a couple months ago, I was back in, I was up in San Francisco actually for the first time with my good friend, Lewis House. And we had to get down to Cupertino because we were meeting at iTunes for a little sit down with their podcasting team. And we really looked at the different ways to get down there. And there was no good way to get down there. I mean, Mm -hmm. to take like Uber or a taxi would have been hundreds of dollars. And it was just, it looked like it was going to be a disaster. So we looked at renting a car. Finally, I stumbled upon relay rides. And here was this woman. She just said, Hey, for $35, you're going to have my car for 24 hours. It's parked in my parking lot right now. The keys are in there. You know, all you need to do is like text the code once you get near the car and that unlocks the car doors and you can get into the car, grab the keys and have it for 24 hours. And so Lewis and I did that, took a taxi to her house for like five bucks because she was really close. And for 35 bucks, we, we took her car for an entire 24 hours and came back and parked it and, and left the keys in there. And it was an amazing experience. It saved us hundreds of dollars and improved our experience because we were able to do right. a lot of other things in Cupertino while we were down there. Mm. So that's just a fascinating way of really, like you said, you have something that you're not necessarily using all the time. Why not give it up and let a couple guys like myself and Lewis be very respectful of the Mm. ride, but at the same time have a great opportunity to see a lot more than we would be able to at any other opportunity for an incredible value. So 
I love this song. I love this conversation. I don't want to go too far down this road, but maybe just one or two more examples of resources like this that you're really impressed with. Right. Well, I'm also, another one that I'm using this week is called Dog Vacay. And it's basically a a way to exchange dog sitting services. And um, so this, you know, I live in a house where we all love pets, but we can't necessarily have one, um, you know, have one all the time. So it's a great way for us to, you know, occasionally get to sit a dog and, you know, get, get paid to do it. And, um, you know, it's, it, again, it's, a, it's another great example of a way that you can, you know, sort of exchange goods and services with, you know, with your neighbors, with your community, as opposed to, you know, going to a more traditional kennel. Wow. That's a huge resource because man, I love dogs and I actually rescued a dog about three years ago and I loved the little bugger to death. But just because mm-hmm. my job had me traveling at that point so much, I ended up giving the dog to my grandmother who yeah. has been now their best friends and it was the best mm-hmm. thing that ever could have happened to her. But I miss that companionship every now and then. And now that I have more of a stationary job, I may have to check that out. So give us one more, Saul, because these have been some great resources. Well, uh, the other site that I've used quite a bit is called TaskRabbit, and that's um, that's a really great way for individuals or small businesses who need a, um, a temporary, you know, temporary help, a personal assistant. It's a really great way to find people in your community who, you know, can just, you know, hop on board for a short-term gig. And I've had the chance to work with so many different um, startup companies and, you know, individuals who are doing really fascinating things. So for me, it's, you know, it's a great way to earn a little extra cash, but also, you know, get to peek behind the scenes of, you know, industries or businesses that I may not have, have, you know, ever learned about otherwise. So that's, that's another site I definitely recommend for people who, you know, are looking to, you know, try try a new field or, you know, just pick up a, a few extra gigs here and there. Awesome stuff. So Fire Nation, TaskRabbit, Dog Vacay, Relay Rides, Airbnb, these will all be linked up on the show notes page, eofire.com slash Saul, S-A-U-L. So Saul, let's bring things to present time because you have a lot of exciting things going on right now. I really want to dive into the share economy and everything else that you want to talk about. So take the stage now, take the mic, and let's share with Fire Nation what just really has you fired up today. Well, I'm actually in the middle of a move away from LA. After five years, I'm finally taking the plunge and moving up to Portland, which I've just heard so many amazing things about. And there's, I I get the sense I'm going to be meeting a lot of other cool, like-minded entrepreneurs and freelance types. So I have several different things I would love to get started on up there. Um, I've been talking with some people about possibly starting a co-working space which, um, you know, for me, that's, um, that's something that's, that's really important these days when, you know, a, a lot of us don't have, you know, full-time day jobs, but we still want to be surrounded by, you know, people who are, you know, productive and, and, you know, working on things. So a co-working space is, you know, a great way to sort of meet that need. And I'd really love to, um, to, to get involved with starting up a place like that up in Portland, um, also I'm really involved with intentional communities, um, which, uh, I, I've been living in, in a community like that in LA for a while. And that's basically just a, a group of, of houses where people share their, their resources. So one of, of the houses in my neighborhood here has a dinner plan where every night during the week you can go over and, you know, share dinner with, 
um, you know, whoever is cooking for the night and everyone sort of has a, um, you know, a, a, a turn to cook throughout the, the month or the week. And, you know, those are the kinds of things I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, both sharing with people who may not be involved in these kinds of things. I really want to help people get these kinds of, um, you know, communities and, and working spaces, um, you know, functioning in their own lives. And I also really want to find that for myself up in Portland. Wow. Well, I can tell you, Saul, that Portland is going to be an amazing <laughs> place for you. I've spent a legitimate amount of time up there. I go up every July to World Domination Summit, which mm. is in July. It's called the Nonconformist Conference, basically. So all the nonconforming entrepreneurs, right. we all gather up there and there's over 3,000 of us this year. So it was a little overwhelming, but it was still just awesome and fun and, and really a great city. So you're going to fit right in. I'm excited to see where you're taking that. And man, let me just say, you have a lot of cool things going on. Give us a quick rundown of your definition of the share economy. Well, I see the share economy as a way to trade goods and services with people in your community, or basically it's a way to connect directly with clients and customers in a way that doesn't, um, you know, that allocates extra resources. You know, if you have something that's just sitting unused, whether it's a car or a parking spot or an extra room, you know, the share economy is a way to sort of make a little extra money on those assets while also meeting cool people. So for me, it's, it's really just the best of both worlds. You know, it's a, it's a way to interact with your community and it's a way to, you know, make money on those assets that you may never have even realized, you know, could actually, you know, help support your lifestyle. Saul, we're going to take a minute here and thank our sponsors. Do you have a great new business book on the reading list, but wondering when you'll find time to actually start reading it? Why not listen instead? Audiobooks.com has allowed me to listen to some amazing books while working out, driving, and biking around town. All you have to do is download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening or stream them instantly. You can even listen from your PC or tablet. Another great thing about audiobooks.com is their massive selection. You'll find great business titles like The 4-Hour Workweek, Crush It, Utility, and many more. And with their industry-leading bookmarking technology, you can switch between devices without losing your place. Not sure which book will be right for you? No worries. Audiobooks.com even offers free sampling so you can preview as many books as you like. Sign up today and get your first book for free by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. Are you still using Word or Excel to create invoices? Do you use a shoebox of receipts to keep track of your expenses? Save time and get paid faster with FreshBooks. The easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that's helping thousands of new entrepreneurs and small business owners just like you save time billing and get paid faster. With FreshBooks, you can easily create invoices online, capture and track expenses on the go, and get real-time business reports with a few simple clicks. You can try FreshBooks for free. Sign up for free today at getfreshbooks.com. And here's the delicious part that FreshBooks is doing for Fire Nation. Every day, they're giving a birthday cake away to someone who signs up for a new account from our show. For your chance to win, 
enter Entrepreneur on Fire in the How Did You Hear About Us section when signing up for your new account at GetFreshBooks.com. With FreshBooks, every day could be your birthday. Sign up at GetFreshBooks.com. So Saul, this is just a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the show is, and that's the lightning round, because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yes, absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Mostly it was convention, social pressure. You know, I just, I really was stuck in this mindset that I had to, you know, focus on one thing. I had to be an expert at, you know, one career path or, you know, or way to make a living. And that really was the most, um, you know, just the most unhelpful, um, you know, kind of pressure I could possibly, possibly have had. Once I, you know, once I realized there were other ways to do things, everything started making a lot more sense. What is the best advice you've ever received? I would say that you don't have to pick just one thing. I think, um, you know, once I, once I realized that, you know, that all of the, you know, sort of experiences I'd, I'd had that didn't seem to fit together, once I realized that those were actually assets and not something I had to apologize for, that, that was it. Saul, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Yes, I think that staying up to date on all sorts of disciplines is really important. And, you know, rather than just get stuck in a bubble to, you know, to, to learn about everything that is interesting to you, even if it doesn't seem to fit at the moment. So Saul, you have shared with us four amazing resources for the share economy, TaskRabbit, Dog Vacay, Relay Rides, Airbnb. Those are all going to be linked up on the show notes page. But do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yes. Uh, this one's getting pretty popular. I, uh, some, some folks have probably heard it already, but Buffer has been uh, incredible, uh, use, incredibly useful to me. It's just a great way. To, every time I come across an article I like, I just add it to my Buffer list, and then it just automatically you know, puts it out on Twitter and Facebook and all those places, so I don't have to be constantly worrying about what to share. No, it's amazing, Saul, and it doesn't get mentioned enough on Entrepreneur on Fire. In fact, just about a week and a half ago, we had Joel on Entrepreneur on Fire, who's the founder of Buffer, mm. just a really inspiring guy. And the vision and where they're taking that company is really exciting, so stick with them. And Fire Nation, you can find the links once again to all of these resources at eofire.com slash Saul. And Saul, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? I would recommend Refuse to Choose by Barbara Schur. It's a really great resource for people who, you know, who have multiple interests and, you know, kind of feel pigeonholed in, um, you know, in sort of like a specialist kind of society. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get a free audiobook just like this one at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Saul... This next question is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? 
I would get to know people. I think that's really, you know, the, the, the most important thing, um, you know, and it's kind of what I'm going to be doing when I move to Portland. Um, you know, it's, it's going to feel familiar, but I'm also going to not know anyone there. And, um, you know, and I think that's really key. I think getting to know people is what, you know, sort of ties everything together as far as, you know, making a living or, you know, all that stuff. I, I think that's really the most important thing. Well, Saul, I could not agree with you more. I am a huge fan of the share economy. And wow, I mean, I already want to put my car on relay rides. It's just sitting out there in the parking lot like it does every single day. I want to get a dog. I want it right now laying on my feet to keep my toes warm. I want to do something with TaskRabbit, and I want to bring someone over here and, and have them help me out with Entrepreneur on Fire. There's so many great things out there. So thank you for bringing it to both mine and Fire Nation's attention. And Saul... Let's end by giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. The best way that you can connect with me is directly at my site, saulofhearts.com. Um, you can also find me on Twitter, Saul of Hearts. Um, yeah, happy to, uh, happy to field any questions that, uh, that come along. And one parting piece of guidance. Parting piece of guidance, I would say, look at your mistakes and turn them into lessons. I mean, that's that's really the most important thing I've done is is learned to turn those, you know, turn turn the missteps into, you know, just having a stronger foundation. Well, Saul, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we chatted about, your contact information mm -hmm. at eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter Saul, S-A-U-L, in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. And Saul, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thanks a lot. Fire Nation, are you ready to take action but not sure where to start? That can definitely be frustrating. That's why we created the Fire Pass series, an in-depth weekly email delivered straight to your inbox. In the Fire Pass series, we walk through every detail of starting your business. This is a journey where your passion and our guidance unite. If you're ready for the Fire Path, visit thefirepath.com to sign up today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 